Since we enjoyed talking about the offense of Christ so much, let's go for part two of it. Part two. Part two of the offense of Christ. This week, I was watching on the news, and I saw a video that had been shot out west. I believe it was in Oregon, that there was a protest rally that was going on outside of a student center, and uh, there was a big uprising in it. And in the middle of all this, a young man no more than 20, 21 years old, comes out, and he starts reading the Bible in the midst of all this. And he comes and he sits in the middle of it, and he starts reading the Word of God. And he literally starts reading out of the Gospels, and he speaks of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, how it is the salvation of those that would believe upon Christ. And it became so offensive to the crowd that was gathered that they came over and they had a loudspeaker and they put it on that pulse, that pulsing where it would drown him out. And then another guy got over there right beside of where the young man was and was banging a drum really loud. Mm. And it became much more offensive to them because he kept going. They saw that they couldn't drown him out and that they couldn't cover it up, so they just kept going. They just kept banging and blurping him out and all this other stuff. And it came to the point, now this is the offense of the cross, it came to the point that they were so offended that they took the Bible out of his hands and they ripped every single page out of the Bible and they mm. threw it up in the air. Well, the young man kept going and they were still offended. So guess what they did to try to, try to keep the Word of God from getting out in any way, shape, or form? They began to eat the pages of the Bible. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this up. They would eat the pages of the Bible. And that's that was that was the video. It was all on video. You can you can look it up yourself, and you'll see this them eating the pages of this young man's Bible. And whenever I saw this and I heard it, my mind immediately goes back to the offense of the cross and the offense of Christ and this stumbling block. And my mind goes right back to the scripture of First Corinthians chapter one. We'll start at verse 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, the apostle Paul would write to the church at Corinth, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. So we know it's not our words. It's the cross itself. The cross is where the effect is. It's what happened on the cross. It's Mm -hmm. what Jesus did on the cross. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. And then he goes on to ask this, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made the foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks after wisdom. But here we go. But we preach Christ crucified. And to the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness. And this ties back in where we were a couple weeks ago, the rock of offense. Christ is offensive, man. He's offensive to the world today. 
And, you know, we broke this down. We we were in Revival last week, and mm-hmm. uh, we broke this down a little bit further than what we had on the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. But when it comes down to the honest bottom line fact, why is Christ so offensive? Why is he so offensive, Brother Jamie? Why is he so offensive to the world today? Well, one um, thing that comes to mind, Anthony, uh, is that he's two 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 words <clears throat> that Jesus is is he is absolute, yeah, and he is exclusive, yeah, and because he is absolute, he offends many who 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 desire to have their own version of what truth is. Yeah, exactly. And then he's exclusive, and so. That that really offends anyone who would want to um, include something that he would exclude, or, or or so he is very, he is the way. He is not a way. He is not one of the many ways. He is the door, and no man entereth in except for but by him. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Go. He is the way. He's the only way. People always look for the easy way. <clears throat> So why would if Christ is the only way? Well, why would people not say, "Well, if this is the only way, then why won't I go?" Because this has got to be the easy way to go. Why is why would they not do that? Why is it offensive if he's the only way? When there's you know he's the only way, why would that be so offensive to somebody? Because the way, which is following after Jesus, it to follow after him, which is the way, is to deny oneself. Oh. And I think that is where people get off the train, is Jesus said, except you deny yourself, mm. take up your cross and follow me. You'll know why it's interesting. So I think that that it is the divorce of the, the, the sacrifice of saying, you know what, I'm going to deny what I want, what I feel, what I think at this moment, and follow by faith. After him, not by logic, not after science, not after, you know, it's by faith. And that's where I think that, that it, you know, so many get off the boat because it, it, it's not about feeling. And the world today, and, and let's just say the world forever backwards, you know, since creation, has been addicted to feeling and hmm. power and emotion hmm. and all the way back to the garden when the serpent beguiled Eve and and you know it was it was an emotion it was a a desire for control and power and i think that that any you know anything outside that offends it's offensive that jesus says there's no other way it's offensive that jesus says you you th- this is this is the instruction that i give this is the, what holiness looks like this is what it is and i think that that that, that by and large anthony it, it it to boil it all down it's it's a it's a warfare between the spirit and between the flesh very contrary to what the world would teach you today by far, because the world wants to find the easy way, and it's contrary. Everything you said is contrary to the, what the world would want you to believe today. What the prince of the power of the air would want you to believe today is that it should be all about you, making sure that you're happy, that you're satisfied. And this is contrary to the very nature of the world with the teaching of Christ to deny oneself. Oh my goodness gracious! You mean I must deny my selfly, my selfishness, and my self pleasures, and all this other stuff, and follow after Christ? 
when you say it like that, you see that it's offensive. Yeah, it is. It's because it's about me. I want I want to take care of old number one. I want to live my best I, life I want, now. This is I want it now. I want what I want. <laughs> and but, you can you can almost see somebody with yeah. their hands, their fists out their eyes, just rubbing their eyes, crying like a child. Wah wah wah. <laughs> I want it my way, and I my want way. it now. Now it's the Burger King, right? It I is. Want. It's the Burger it, King. It, and, and so I think. Jesus is an equal opportunity offender. So so he would, you know, literally he called the religious leaders fools. He called yeah. them hypocrites. He called them a generation of vipers in another in another scenario. He 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 didn't he wasn't selective on on whom he offended. If anyone and you know and I think that that he um um whatever whatever background whatever you came from he is the way yeah. and there's nobody going to hide from that and and his his uh bringing out of the things that are in darkness and confronting sin for what it is it it, it is offensive you know when you think about uh when the woman that was caught in the very act of adultery was there being stoned to death and Jesus walks in and he, I don't know exactly what he wrote in the sand that day, but one could reason that he jotted down and revealed and uncovered their sin that they had been committing secretly. And, and what he did is he called things that were unseen. So, for example, the Pharisees, this, the, these, these religious leaders that were full of pomp and circumstance and full of the dress code and full of loud prayers, and they were very obnoxiously holy, you know, the ones that are obnoxiously holy. Oh, yeah. And they were obnoxiously holy, and what he did is he called them out. He pulled the curtain back on their folly. Hmm. And that was supremely offensive. Okay, let's let's keep going. The kings of the day, yep. the 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 political powers of the day. So first of all, he ticked off the, the what was called the church or the religious mm-hmm. crowd. Then he goes and ticks off the king or, or the or the political <laughs> leaders because he's like, you know, there is no dominion. I am the you know, he's the king of kings and he's the lord of lords and any yep. concept Okay, go back to the Christmas story when the when the astrologers or when the when the the wise men came in and they was looking for a king because they had read the oracles and the prophecies of old and and they knew that this moving bright shining star meant that there was going to be a coming king, right? They go who do they go to? Who, who, who they go to the political leader of the day, the yep. man that's in political power, mm-hmm. and he gets so offended because he was offending people before he was born. <laughs> so, so he was so offended because Jesus was was known as the King coming that he had well, he gave a decree, and what was his decree? Kill them all. Kill them all. All these babies, all the baby <laughs> yeah. boys. Kill them all. Kill them all. And and you know you you see that that he is equal opportunity offender. Yeah. And you know, you you've got you've got I mean time after time and and the ones that he didn't offend were the ones that understood that they were already at odds with what his law would say. It's so true. That's the ones, the ones that had already come clean, the ones that were honest, the ones that were that were like, dude, I am a wreck. I am a train wreck. I'm a mess. I I there is no hope for me outside of you. That's the ones that were not offended. Yeah. 
So in another way of offense, <clears throat> which is contrary to the world as well today, let's dive into another part of it, is his love. His oh, yes. love. Mm-hmm. This is offensive today. And you're like, well, Anthony, mm-hmm. come on, man. Mm-hmm. How is love offensive? How can love be offensive? How can it be offensive? Okay. <clears throat> Christ had radical love. Mm. It was very radical. It was not a love that was just a haphazard love. It was a radical love. Mm-hmm. And it was a love, mm-hmm. once again, that cost you something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, many times you'd hear him quote out of Leviticus, to love thy enemy, you know, as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. You know? But then Jesus was radical <clears throat> in it. Sure, that's what the law told us, is that we should love him as ourselves. But then it went. Then right. Jesus took it a step further in the right. radicalness of him. Man, I'm telling you, so Christ was like, I'm telling you to be good, those that despitefully use you and speak yeah. all manner of evil against you. Be good to them. Love them unconditionally. It's like heaping hot coals of fire up on top of their head. And, you know, you see this, and, oh, my goodness, that's contrary to the world today again, once again, because if somebody, hey, I'm guilty as well. If somebody burns that bridge, I'm ready to see that bridge burnt and never go back around them again. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the Christ model, no way, shape, or form. That The way that Christ done it is that he was still good. He was still loving, radically, radically loving it's the world, contrary. The world had never seen a love like never. that. Never. Oh, my there, goodness. There were no. little glimpses of it. Sure. Right? So, for example, David and Saul. Yes. You know, there were a little, like, like just like a little glimmer of mm. it. But, but you know, where David could have killed Saul, but out of his oh, love man. and admiration for the role of the king and his love for him, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't. You know, but there's little glimpses. Yeah. But Jesus was the fulfillment. Oh, of what it means to love. Oh my goodness! To be hanging on a cross, and your accusers, and your your the ones who thought they were murdering you, were there casting and spitting, and mm-hmm. and to look at them and say, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." Is that's radical love? That's radical, and that's offensive. Yeah, but for, it's but that, that's craziness. That if anything, you'd think that that would draw you more to him. Mm-hmm. But it's contrary to it's contrary to human yes. nature. Yes. <clears throat> But an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Let's oh, take yes. care of this, you know. Yes. And and it it is it, it is and I'll tell you when it's offensive. It's offensive when you're really really mad. Oh yes. And when you've been hurt <laughs> to the, I mean, think back, guys, <laughs> listening in. Think back to the time, the most recent time that you were so hurt and offended and done so wrong. <laughs> what were your thoughts toward that person? And I'm going to be honest with you. My thoughts probably needed to be sanctified after after the it. few moments, right? Yeah. And thank the Lord that that you know the Holy Spirit constraineth us sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> holds our lip. The Lord sat down on my mouth. Be but, angry and sin not. Right? Yeah, yeah, sit on me, Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know, but but the thing is think that is that is your natural human inclination. And what if someone looked at you and said, "You got to love them." No, oh, in man. that moment, then <laughs> your anger turns toward them oh, yeah. because it's like, yeah, it's easy for you to say because you've not been hurt like me right now, you know. And I yeah. think that's uh, uh, so. But Jesus was a, a definitely an equal opportunity offender. Yeah, there's a scripture here, Matthew 18, and and I love I love this, uh, Jesus. You know, he was talking to the religious crowd who were hurting, you know, hurting people. They were they were offensive to their own glory. They they were offensive too. But they were offensive not for the sake of, of Christ, but for the sake of their own power and their own ego. So Jesus said, But 
whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were cast about it or hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned into the depth of the sea. Imagine how offensive. Mm. So Jesus is looking around, and he sees little ones, you know, little, uh, young, you know, uh, 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 people that have been offended by. Uh, you may be new, new, new converts or new believers or, or folks that were hungry for God, but they didn't have the access to the Torah or the scriptures or, and, and to know. But, 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 but Jesus is looking around at these ones who they thought were little ones. They thought were peons. Yep. And he was saying that, imagine how offensive to the religious leader that would have been. Very. You know what? You guys hurt these. You, you should have a rock type. You know, better that you've had a rock tied around your neck and cast into the sea. And then he said, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom offense cometh. Where, wherefore, if thy right hand offend thee, cut him off. If thy left hand and, and cast him from thee, it's better for thee to enter into the life halt or main rather than having two hands and two feet cast into the everlasting fire. And he goes on and he talks about the, the eye offending and he plucking it out. That's offensive. Very. To, to say that, to, you know, those words were striking in the moment. Yeah. Very offensive. Could you imagine that would have been on the news? Oh, absolutely. Radical teachings by Rabbi yeah. Jesus. Oh, mercy, yeah. If the news had been there, though, they'd have covered it on every media outlet and they would, they would have railed on him and throwed him he down and run him in the dirt. He threatened throwing them into the sea. Yeah. With their necks tied with rocks. <laughs> then he told them to cut their hands off, pluck their eyes out. <laughs> I mean, it was a f- very offensive. But you know, as ministers of the gospel, mm. and you've heard us say this before, I believe everyone is a minister of the gospel. You may not be standing up on a stage, right. or you may not be singing in some way, shape, or form, or doing something. What what? What the world would see is what the world would classify as a grand act or deed in the church, which I don't believe there are grand acts or deeds in the church. I believe that we're all servants of the King and the Lord uses every one of us for a certain part of ministry and in some way, shape, or form, whatever that looks like, in any way, shape, or form, that we should handle the Word of God carefully. That, That way the offenses do not come. Is it going to be easy? No. There's going to be times that the Word of God, it, the Word of God is designed to open up your yes. eyes and to bring to light the mm-hmm. truth, the yes. truth. Yes. And I think ultimately that is the most offensive part of the cross, right. the most offensive part of Christ, the most offensive part of it all. I mean, I got so excited I banged the mic. <laughs> I mean, it's truth. Yep. It's truth. Yes. And that's what Jesus did is he told them the truth. Yeah. And it offended them. Because they would rather believe a lie than to have the truth look them right in the face. Is it much different in the world today? Yeah. We would rather believe a lie. Mm. People lie to themselves all day long, and I'm not going to get into it. You can answer that for yourself. You know where the lies are told. You see them every single day lying to themselves, lying to the world, lying to everything around themselves. And they want to believe the lie more than the truth of God. Mm. And it just uh, it it amazes me and then when when truth is revealed yeah. as a mirror the word of god truly is a mirror into your life it shows you exactly where you're at exactly where you're going yeah. when the truth is revealed it is offensive yes it is and it hurts yeah. what does the word say about the word of god it's sharper than a two-edged sword right. piercing, piercing that and dividing asunder 
all the way to the morrow. My goodness, that's offensive. It is offensive. It hurts. And and, and I love the fact that you just brought out um, a few statements ago <clears throat> the difference, the contrast between Jesus saying, you have offended one of my little ones, mm-hmm. talking to the religious leaders, yep. and Christ offensiveness. So so I wanted to actually, you know, take a moment. Let's 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 paint that picture. What he was offending and then they were offending. Yeah. So one may say, Bless God, it's the truth. I don't care who I offend and just go around <laughs> kind of wielding a sword, whatever however they so choose. <laughs> yeah. And and so w- what I want to say is is that that the offensiveness of Christ checks the ego at the door. So yes, so does. if someone if someone is offended at, offended at me or, or teaching, let it be not because I had a smirky smile on my face, not because I was arrogant, not because of my delivery was that of a jerk. Not because I was being a punk or holding up a sign that you know made them feel <laughs> like you know God hates you, it, but it, let, let them not be offended because we're weird or because we're being stupid or arrogant or mean, but let them be offended because of Jesus Christ and His blood and the plain, simple gospel of Christ. Because I think so many people will use this as a crutch to say, well. You know, Jesus, the gospel's offensive. It is, but be sure you're preaching, teaching, living, walking out the gospel. Because so many of those little ones that Jesus is talking about are offended because the, the, the gospel wasn't being preached. The, the word wasn't. So they're not offended at Jesus. They're offended at your stupidity. Yeah. And that's what Jesus was, was was telling them. He said, you guys are standing on what you think's rock here, yeah. but what you're standing on is your own ego. Yep. Your own arrogance offended those people, and better you have a millstone cast around your neck and cast into the sea. The rock you're standing on is going to fall in the sea with you. Mm-hmm. But but I think that to, to check check the offense at the door, check the ego at the door, as we as believers – you know, Jesus said it, and I said it a while ago. He said it better than anyone's ever said it. He said, if you're going to follow me, people, you know, and, and his teaching says they're going to be offended at you. They're going to be mad at you. They're going to hate you. They're going to revile you. They're going to lie about you. They're going to do these things. But this is what he said. If you're going to follow me, if you're going to be like me, this stuff's going to happen, but you're going to have to sacrifice yourself. You're going to have to. Lay down your cross. Or, I mean, pick pick up your cross and and lay down your thoughts, your opinion, your idea, your ego, every single day, Oof. and follow after me. Now that rids you of you and lets anything that happens beyond that moment be Jesus and not you. Amen. So as we come to a close today, <laughs> know guys that the offense will come. If you're going to stand for the glory of the Lord, it's going to come. There's going to be people offended, and they, and people get offended over some of the silliest, craziest right. stuff. We before the podcast, we were talking about some really crazy stuff that people get offended about. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. people will get offended by your looks, by your facial hair. I, I know that sounds stupid, but it's a truth. We live in a broken society, guys. 
where religion is crammed down their throat and it's not about relationship, it's right. about religion. And that's exactly another thing that Christ was saying, what you were saying there, is that you're 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 laying charge to the people here that yep. you can't even uphold yourself. Yep, yep. But yet you're holding them guilty for it. Yep. And so know that the offense will come, but know that God is greater. Handle the word of the Lord carefully as you speak the word of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do it in love and sincerity. The gospel will be offensive because it is truth. And nobody wants to hear the truth. Everybody says, oh, just tell me the truth. Well, when you tell them the truth, they don't want to hear that truth. They want to hear their truth. Right. It's not about your truth. It's about his truth. That's exactly right. And so so I want to – you just opened up another can. And, Uh-oh. And, and, and let's, let's be sure we – we let that can air out before we close the lid. <laughs> so what you mentioned is that sometimes in the body of Christ, there are all of us have the propensity at times to be, depending on our mood, offended or easily offended or the touch-me-not. If you've ever been in Appalachian Mountains, there's something in the mountains called touch-me-nots. That's right. And, and there's, a little, there's this little flower and the way they spread their 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 seed, or you know, it, it they're, they're they're tightly wound up. They're wound up tighter than a banjo string. <laughs> you touch them, and they go, and and they just spray the flowers and seeds everywhere. You know, and, and that's that's how they that's how they. But sometimes we can be touch me nots. Some yep. just the bright, this a slide. We're wound up so tight that the slightest touch just yep. explodes us. It's so true. And and I think that that as believers, we. We need to have the fruit and the Holy Spirit um, flowing through us and in us at all times. And at times, we just, it's so easy to lean on the flesh. So I want to read 1 Corinthians 13 and 4 and 5. And, you know, out of the fruit of the Spirit, the, the greatest of these is what? Love. Charity. Yes, love. Charity suffereth long <laughs> and is kind. Charity envieth not, vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, and is not easily provoked. I'm offended. <laughs> so what he's saying is, is the charity that comes from above isn't easily offended. Yeah. So uh, it, the next time we're tempted to be offended by the the loudness of the music or the color of a seat or a pew or the because somebody didn't take and shake my hand or or somebody's beard wasn't pretty <laughs> enough or because something because of an opinion that you you hold then then check yourself at the door and say lord please let me bear the fruit of the holy spirit because i know that you said that true love that you give isn't easily offended so if we're walking around we're looking for something to be offended at. I promise you're going to find something. I promise if you look hard enough on somebody's life, you'll get offended over their tone of voice or the smell of their perfume or something you'll be offended on. I promise. But stop looking for something to be offended about and start looking for things to praise God about and ask God to help you. Ask God to help you to not be so easily offended. Because that is the word. And I may have just offended you. But I'm offended. I, but I love you. I'm so offended. I won't be offended by your offense, I promise. It'll be okay. Okay, good. All right. Well, guys, I, I wanted Anthony, anything else to elaborate on that? No, just thankful for the opportunity. And just remember, guys, to always put your faith and trust in the Lord. And always check yourself. 
Always check yourself, guys, and don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. And here's a big key. We will talk. We'll say this. If somebody says something against you, you have enough inside of yourself, knowing that God is greater, that the offense of one don't over into you, and then it rub off on you yes. and create a heartache inside of you that hinders your walk with Christ at the same time. Because that can sometimes happen. Mm. The world, the church can throw down on you and say things about you that you'd want to go crawl underneath a rock. But greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You look back in the scripture, you reaffirm yourself with the Lord, you encourage and strengthen yourself in the Lord, and you move forward for the glory of God. Amen. Thank you, Anthony. Good, good words today. Something we can chew on, something we can live by. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for liking. Uh, please share the podcast and and uh, get the get the word out. Uh, until next time, keep it real. Thank you for listening to the Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.